You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Honestly, that's not photoshopped though. Oh no, I was I like to go record shopping. It's one of my favorite things to do. And when I saw this, I was beside myself with joy. I couldn't believe that it existed. Why is it na- what I don't understand what it has to do with me. Okay, there are so many levels to this that I did not understand until I found this. You like, told me not to look up anything about this. No, I, I did told not. You not to. Yeah. But basically what you're saying is somebody's made a tribute album to me. It's uh, if it was like 50 years before you were born. But it's or to like me. 30. Yeah, it's not to you at all. Oh. It has nothing to do with you, but kind of have anything has something to, do with, to do with you. Okay, well, either a way. Bit. Well, okay, all right. I may <laughs> have to sue somebody then. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have, as usual, a lot to get to today. I do want to thank everybody who's been planning their summer travels, planning their trips, their their work parties and all of that stuff by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Expedia link. Oh, yes. The, the best way to travel. It is the best mm. way indeed by going to our website, funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Expedia link. You not only help us, but you also help make your dreams of travel come true. Oh, travel dreams are the, the greatest dreams. They have so many different places that they go to and that you can book you know, to travel to. And we won't say where you're going to or, or what you're doing because we won't know. Like you can book a secret travel trip on your own if you wanted to. We would, we would have no idea where you're going, but Expedia would just like to be like, hey – Here's a little bonus for uh, sending one of your listeners through the website. And that's all we have to know. So if you decide to, you know, run off or, or do whatever you want to do, it's not a, it's none of our business. And we don't care and we don't judge here. We don't judge. Or I book mean, a family we care, trip. We care about you, but there's no judgment. Yeah, or book a family trip, you know, if that's what you want to do too. Wherever it is that you're going, whatever you're doing, whoever you're seeing, we don't care. All we ask is that you go to our website and click on the Expedia link. I do want to say for the record, since I'm the only one that can see Greg with human eyes right now, he started mm-hmm. to do this David Letterman thing where you really you, – you have the pen that you're kind of starting to accentuate with things, which is my pen actually, by the way. That's my special pen. Why is it your special pen? Because I, you know that I love pens, and that is that is a pen that I handpicked. Oh, well, now oh. it's in my hand, isn't it? Well, you can have it for today, but I'm taking it away from you. After I don't show. know. I don't know why. I, I, do like, I do like holding the pen a little bit. Hmm, this is kind of weird. I you don't know want what this I think you got it tick. from? Because I just started the, noticing that you were doing this, and it was after we had Alex Falconen, and he did the same thing with his pen. Because he does the late night, you know, the late night action thing. What, that he was holding a pen? Yeah, he was holding a pen. I mean, really, that. I think I'm just grabbing it because it's right in front of me. There's usually not a pen here. It's like a prop. Like, I didn't go seek You're it out. You're like now the carrot top of podcasters. <laughs> I didn't but go seek out a pen. But nobody will know because you have your prop over And nor there. did I think, oh my gosh, well, Alex Falcone had a pen on the podcast. No, I better get a pen like, on the podcast. I think it makes you feel cool. I think that it just happened to be in front of me, and that's why I picked it up. But all right, we'll see. Maybe it is. Maybe make it's it my thing. thing Maybe you need to be fidgeting with something because it does seem to make you a little happier and calmer. Um. It focuses your nervous energy onto it. Hmm. I don't know. There are those, like, fidget sticks that people can get now or fidget things where it's like a little wheel that you press in your hand and it, like, spins for fidgeters. Oh, yeah. Like, it spins and it yeah. cranks and mm-hmm. then you can, like, do a toggle back and forth. Yeah. I've always wanted to see one of those because uh-huh. I've seen them on the Internet, so I've never... Right. You know, fidget's a weird word, just to put that out there. It does make me uncomfortable. I mean, I'm just going to say that. Fidgeting... Is this straight when you Did really you think about last, it? Well, that was a, the pre-show. No, I probably have talked about fidget before, but yeah. fidget, yeah, fidgeting with yourself is a really uncomfortable and awkward thing to say. 
That's all I wanted to get out there. Just think about that next time you hear somebody talking about fidgeting. I just picture like little fingers like like I don't know. It's just weird. Fidgeting is a strange thing. I think your brain is weird. I don't know. I was accused of fidgeting a lot when I was a kid. So maybe you, that's seem, it. you are still fidgety. You're like very not like fidgety, but kind of twitchy. Is yeah, kind of the same thing. Yeah, well, twitchy's a little bit different than fidgety. You know, fidgeting. Well, it depends on the application. I suppose there can be a lot of crossover there. Anyway, regardless, book your travel through funemploymentradio.com by clicking on the Expedia link. There you go. Yes, there it is. You don't need a pen for that. You do not. Also, uh, I just want to make sure that people are aware that this Thursday, May 11th, will be the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. It is our final bingo night of the season till after the summer. And we would love to see everybody that's here in the Portland area to come on down to the Landmark Saloon at 447 Southeast Division. We've got two fine sponsors this week. We've got Bridgeport Brewing. We sure do. Which I have gotten a lot of very good compliments on their hat. That you are so. You really last. love that hat. It's a great hat. I it know. really is. It's a great new logo. It is a really nice logo and delicious beer from Bridgeport Brewing. And also, we will have some Milagro tequila, which I do like tequila. Tequila is my new thing now. Yeah. I'm on a tequila kick, so um, I'm still not quite sure how to drink it uh, correctly. Whether I sip it or I shoot it, or I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It's kind of like an unexplored territory for me. So I'm going to drink some. And I've heard Milagro is very, very good. I actually serve quite a bit of Milagro when I work at Landmark. Uh, it's little, quite popular. A little history. It's from Mexico City, and it was formed in 1998, sir. They, they want to mix like the old school tequila thing with like newer uh, arts and stuff like that. So they support a lot of art with Milagro tequila. This is what I found out from their website. Milagro tequila. I am excited for it. Yes. That's all on this Thursday, <laughs> May 11th. Okay, let's get back to the top here where Sarah was... So here's the thing. I mean, I'll explain from what I saw, and then Sarah's going to have to explain the rest because I really don't understand what's happening. But I got this tag on my Facebook page Mm -hmm. yesterday, and then a bunch of people commenting and liking whatever the hell this thing is. And it was Sarah posting a picture of a record, a big red record, like the record case. And there's a woman in a white dress with her arms like shoved out like to the sides, like hills are alive, like, sound of music yes, kind of style. Except exactly. She's not. She's not dancing through a field. She has like a bright red background. Yeah, just ecstatic. Yes. And it says Georgia Gibbs, and the title of the record is "Swinging with Her Nibs." Swinging with her nibs. And I thought maybe that you had photoshopped something in. This was some kind of joke. But this is an actual record nope. that you found. This is an actual record that I found yesterday. With so, nibs. With nibs. So like this is one of happened. my most common nicknames, nibs. So this is what happened. So I have um, I just like recently uh, refurbished my uh, record player at my house. So I've been able to start using it again. So I've been listening to a lot more records, uh, which means I've been record shopping, which I totally forgot how much I love it. I can stand in there for like hours and just go through yeah. like stacks and stacks of records, which is when you find gems like this. Right. So I ended up going to one of my fa- uh, favorite record stores here uh, on Hawthorne Boulevard and um, went in. I was just going through all the bins and they have you know thousands, if not millions of records there. And so I'd millions kind of, pick, like, of records. They have so many records in there. A million records is a lot of records. Do you really think they have a million there? I would venture to guess that they would probably have a million. I don't think there's a million. I would think there would be because they have not only it's a huge building and not only do they have records covering all of the walls, all of the bins. They also have boxes of records underneath the bins. They have s- different stacks. I would a I'd be comfortable records. I'd be comfortable saying I think there's a million records there. I need to know a little bit more, but I feel like there's a bet here somewhere. I, I want to prove – I don't think there's a million records in there. But I, I think there's a lot, but not a million. 
Well, okay then. That's okay. Well, we'll, well, have to I, was just, well I was just there. Yes. I'm going to go 100,000. Okay. Well, this is at, uh, yeah, Crossroads Music, which is a really cool place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I was just going through and, I, uh, you know, I have like always a couple particular records in mind that I like, like to look for. Like what are you trying to find? Honestly, I'm just I, I, asking because I'm curious. Um, well, I'd like to – I know that they just reissued Mid, uh, Mid Like the Trials of Van Panther that first came out uh, okay. like 10 years ago. So I've been kind of looking for that. There's uh, a particular album by The Church that I've been looking for. Um, there's just, just other ones that I just, okay. I, I just kind of have in a catalog in my head. Like I've always wanted to have that on vinyl. If I see it, I'll buy it. Okay. Um, so that's what's kind of fun. It's like an adventure. Cause no, that's cool. Know. That's why I was just asking what it is you're looking for. Yeah. That's why uh, I like thrift store shopping too because I, I like going into a place and not knowing what kind of treasure is going to be in there. Mm-hmm. That's regular. I don't really go to a lot of like regular department stores because I yes. don't want to see like a bunch of the same thing. Anyway, record shopping. So I was there yesterday. And I ended up going through one of the bargain bins, and I was flipping through, and it was like a whole bunch of old-timey music. And I was just flipping by, and I saw this. I'm like, nibs. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I pulled it up, and sure enough, it was a record, yes, by Georgia Gibbs, the most happy woman in the entire world. I don't think I've ever seen anyone more enthusiastic on the cover of a record than she looks on Swinging With Her Nibs. Yeah. So yeah, so it's called Swinging with Her Nibs. And we'll post a picture of this on uh, on the post. Today. Yeah, and I didn't even, so I had no idea what this is about. So uh, that's the title of her album. None- Swinging with Her Nibs. Swinging with Her Nibs. Okay, I mean, uh, all I know of Nibs is that's been a nickname for my last name, you know, because it's Nibbler. So I've gotten Nibs, I've Nibbles, you know, any kind of connotation you can possibly come up with, I've had, mm-hmm. good or bad. Uh, honestly, uh, it's always funny when I meet people and they're like, oh, yeah, huh, and then they try to come up with like a nickname for my last name and as though I've never heard it. I mean, if you can come up with one that I've never heard, I will give you props. I will say most likely whatever you come up with, you are not the original of that. But I, I'll accept the challenge. Like if somebody mm. wants to say, you know, come up with something new, but you better, you better really work on it. You know, to come up with a nickname I haven't heard before. Because Greg's going to call you out if you're being a little lazy with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and there's lots of lazy people that come up with that. It's like, yeah, sure. really? You're going to walk up to me and think I haven't heard nibbles and bits before? I mean, come on. <laughs> you think I haven't heard about that one in all this time? No. Let's get real here. No, so nibs, though, that's been one that's just been forever. Yes. Like, I was first started called that in um, – this quick side note, just because I found this out the other day, like, in – my freshman year of high school was when I started having teachers call me nibs and it stuck with me throughout high school. I had several teachers that they just called me nibs and then all the other you know kids would start calling me nibs, which is fine. I, I'm completely cool with that nickname. Uh, but that high school teacher that first started that, I just found out the other day, he's the head of the National Guard now. What? Like legitimately, yeah, I knew he was in the National Guard while he was my high school teacher, Mr. Conley. He's, he's the head of the National Guard. Like commander, sergeant, and I'm probably screwing it up. But like all of the titles? Like all of the National Guard. Like not Oregon, not, like all of the National Guard. Mr. Conley. Wait, so it went from being a high school teacher to being the head of the he, National He was an Army vet, and he was in the National Guard when he was a teacher. But he must have decided to get back out of teaching and go straight to... Dang. Yeah. yeah he was a cool teacher, too. That guy was a badass, I, I will admit. One of my favorite teachers of all time. But yeah, he was all, hey, Nibs, Nibs, get up here. Come on. You know, he, was, he was a cool dude. Anyway, just quick side note. I just thought that was so strange. I just found out oh, about that. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I know people in high places, Sarah. Oh, from when I, was, I see. I'm see. sure he remembers me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my, one of my favorite ninth grade teachers, uh, he had the world record for the biggest rubber band ball. The biggest rubber band? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. How do you get a world record for that? 
Uh, I, I, he did. I don't know. It was the nineties. Huh. It wasn't the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That somebody actually got that. Mm-hmm. He was really cool. Um, okay. No, I want to hear about the record really quick in the chat. Yeah. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Take a look in here. Jasmine just said notorious NIB. Actually, uh, 19 years old called that. That is written on the side of the, uh, bark dust tunnel at the old Albany paper mill. That is written on the wall down there. You can probably go find it if you were to dig down deep enough. So sorry. Heard it. Heard it, did it, whatever. Did it. All right, uh, Alex, so when you're talking about how you think it would be impossible for there to be a million records in there, let yes. me just state. Uh, so Alex is a fellow record collector. Oh, we're still on this. Now I'm sorry, I'm just going back to... because Alex says uh, that they have about 1,000 records and that's eight cubbies in an Ikea. What well, Alex Ikea. does herself? Yes. Okay. And oh, so You're that's... talking about like it for comparison. Yeah, so she has 1,000 and eight cubbies. This has hundreds of What's boxes. What's the square footage of the store? I don't know. They're actually getting ready to have to move, which fucking sucks. Okay. Yeah. I just talked to, I don't, oh, yeah. Big. That's right. They're, yeah, but they got another spot, though. No. Oh, they don't? Oh, I thought they already had one. I talked one. to the owner yesterday. Oh. No, I said, like, oh, are you moving into a new place? And he's like, hopefully. I'm like, oh, do you have one yet? And he's like, well, we have to be out by the end of not this month, but next month. I saw they were getting kicked out, but I thought they had a place on Division. No. Okay. Not yet. Uh, you can talk about it. It's Crossroads yeah. Music. Yeah. Crossroads that's Music, where. which is a. I'm just, amazing. No, they're great. I'm just trying to remember what the square footage is. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge because it has one building that basically goes all the way back, and that's some of their like, newer okay, vinyl maybe, and jazz. maybe, maybe, maybe there's a million. I still don't think so, though. I'm going to go, no, no. I'm saying there's not a million. There's definitely more than 100,000, though. Okay. Probably. Like, on its, more than 100,000, easily. There are so many records in there. I need a good visual of it. That's the way I would decide. Well, anyway, besides that, you besides found that. you were looking through for treasures. Anyway, it's, it's one of my favorite places to find treasures, yes. And so I was there looking for treasures. And uh, oh, here I found like a navigatable um, image that you can look at to see how big it is. So, okay. Anyway, uh, so looking for treasures. And I was looking underneath because the, like there are the main racks and then there are boxes underneath. And I saw this, uh, this box and I'm like, okay, this is – I'm just going to pick one at random because there's so many of them. You don't know what to do. So I started flipping right. through and then I saw the nibs thing. Anyway, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm fucking buying this because I can't – like I took a picture of it and I'm like, there's no way I can just take a picture of this and not buy it if it's called Swinging With Her Nibs. Georgia Gibbs, Swinging With Her Nibs. Swinging With Her Nibs. So anyway, <laughs> I, uh, so I went up to buy it and uh, – and I was talking to the gentleman, the owner of the store. Um, again, very wonderful establishment. And he's like, and I, and he's like, oh, that's an interesting choice. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, I have a friend whose name is Nibs, and I think it's really funny because you know it's his like his nickname is swinging with his nibs or swinging with their nibs. And he's like, do you know what? He's like, that actually means something. And had you ever known? I know you were saying that you've been called every single nickname, but have you ever known that that is an actual phrase? Swinging with her nibs. Her is a phrase. nibs and his nibs are an old timey phrase that means something. So I'm talking to the record store owner, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he's like, I remember my dad saying that. Like it used to be a term that was used. It was like a um, like a nickname to kind of like call somebody mock royalty a little bit. What? Yeah. So he's okay. like, "Oh, I remember my dad actually saying that. Like, oh yeah, his nibs. I'm like." How have I never heard of this? We've been, uh, you and I have been doing this show for almost eight years together. Yeah, I've been alive for a long time. And you've been alive for a lot longer than that. And you've never heard that phrase. Not that I can think of. Swinging with her or his nibs? No. I I mean, if I have, I don't recall, but honestly, I I don't believe so. So I started looking this up. Her nibs or his nibs? No, I honestly cannot. 
no, so I don't recall ever hearing so that. So I've started looking, and I was, I'm like, oh, really? Is that yeah. really? He's like, yes, it was a phrase at a particular point in time. That repre- like uh, you know that represented like a nickname for something. So I ended up starting to do some research. He's like, you should just go go on the internet and research. I'm like, uh, I'm absolutely going to go and do that. Okay. So I went home, and I started researching. His- so it's basically the premise for it is cut is his nibs. Okay. His nibs. All right. So I found this uh, this question and answer thing online, and it says uh, someone was trying to find the answer. Uh, I would pre- so they wrote to this website, uh, Worldwide Words. And they said, I would appreciate your knowledge of the origin of the expression, his nibs, which was always applied to my beloved father. So, like, people would always call him his nibs. So what it his actually... his last name wasn't Nibbler, it's just they're using nibs. No. Just, okay. What it, it... As I've been doing some research on this, what I've found it to be is, like, it's a mock title, like, used to refer to somebody who has a great sense of self-importance. <laughs> No. I could not no, make this up that if is I tried. No way that's I true. could not make this up. It's like someone who <laughs> thinks they're a little too big for their britches and who demit like I swear it's somebody who believes himself to be who is a very self-important man who believes yeah that he uh that he is like uh on level with royalty. What? Yes. So it's somebody who thinks that they that uh I'm, I gotta look this up. I gotta Ooh. look this up. So, his and his nibs. Where? Who? Who came up with this phrase? Like, where are you seeing so this? A, so, written evidence shows oh that uh, his nibs was a variant on uh, nabs. A mock title used to refer to a self-important man, especially one in authority. <laughs> what? No. So, what it is is it supposed to? That, There's a Wikipedia article that on this fucking phrase. Yes. How did I not know this? It means that somebody who, yeah, who is self-important, who is a little too, who's a little too big for his britches, who like try, who requires. Okay, it does not say too big for your britches. Mm-hmm. So it's a mock title used to refer to a self-important man. The entomology is incomplete. Okay, so so it's incomplete, but it generally comes from the early 19th century in literature from the British. It was noticed that nabs was in use from the Dutch was seen as nebs. Mock titled referred to an authoritative bossy or demanding person. The example is, do you, I'm not do you know what time his nibs will be arriving? Yeah, it's supposed to be sarcastic because it's someone who like fancies themselves so important. Also, a term of endearment bestowed upon a canine companion by a doting owner. His nibs is such a good boy. His nibs has behaved very well today. What the fuck is this? Oh, Okay, I'll just, I couldn't even believe how perfect it was. I had to stop looking it up because I was getting too happy about it. Like, how random that I go to a record place, find his oh nibs, my gosh. talk to the one person in the world that probably knows that that was actually a phrase, then look it up and find that it's supposed to be, like, a what mock the title hell is this? as an insult. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, well, I had no idea about this. So, I mean... Do you know that, like, you, your name is, like, a derogatory thing at this point? Well, no, that's just the nib- not the nibbler part. Uh, yeah, okay, Unless now we're splitting hairs a little bit. Now we're splitting hairs. We're not splitting hairs. Don't be such a nibs about it. <laughs> what does the title mean, Dancing with Her Nibs? So that's what I was like with Georgia Gibbs. So they called her Miss Nibs because she they was did? kind of— Yeah. So uh, she they was— They called a- her Miss Nibs? 
Yeah, so she was a fan. I was looking at it. It's like a really long thing. So they called her, her famous nickname was Her Nibs Miss Georgia Gibbs. Uh, ironically used to describe her because she was, this was it, this was it. Because she was so small and of diminutive no. stature. No. Who had an enormous authoritative prominence in American <laughs> pop music. They called her, ironically, Her Nibs because she was of diminutive stature. I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. So Georgia Gibbs and I would have been soulmates is what you're saying. Diminutive uh, stature. There's, there's just no way. I mean, I will admit I'm verifying it a little bit myself as I'm looking this up. But this is just you're crazy. You're not verifying How have I never it a little bit. This? You're verifying it. How have I it. never heard of this? I'm trying to find something that Georgia Gibbs... She's fam- I'm looking at her. She she was a super famous singer through for a ton of years. Yeah. Yeah, she was a singer yeah, no, from I... 1936 to 1966. She yeah, passed that's, away that's in 2006. Uh, <sighs> yeah, she was an American pop singer and vocal entertainer rooted in jazz. She sang publicly in her early teens. She for uh, teens she first acclaimed, achieved acclaim in the mid 50s interpreting songs originating. Still the flame grows higher. I know I must surrender to your kiss of fire. Just like a torch you set the soul oh, I kind of like her. I do too. I'm so glad I bought this record. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so awesome to listen to in my apartment. It burns me and it turns me into ashes. My whole world crashes without your kiss of fire. Oh, yeah, okay. I Holy like shit, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I, I dig okay, her. best $3 ever. Yeah. What good is there denying you're all that I desire? Since first I kissed you, my heart was yours completely. If I'm a slave, then it's a slave I want to be. Don't pity me. Don't pity me. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Give me your lips, the lips you... Okay, yeah, she's fucking awesome. All right, yeah. All right, but... That's... That is awesome. I haven't had a chance to listen to it because I had to do... With- her nibs. So she embraced the term. Swinging with her nibs. Swinging with her nibs. Swinging with her nibs. So I think it's the swing music. Yeah. Swinging with her oh. nibs. Okay, now I understand it. Okay. Swinging with her nibs. That's the name. So she she addressed herself as her nibs. Yeah. So she that's embraced what, that's the That's her nickname. Good for her. Well, because of her diminutive stature and, you know, and her strong personality. personality. Her strong authority. So do you want everyone to start calling you his nibs? Is that what? Well, I've been called nibs forever. I mean, that's forever. But, uh... Huh. I guess if she embraced it, if, if Georgia Gibbs, is Georgia Gibbs still around? Probably not, huh? No, she passed yeah. away in 2006. Oh, okay. But she lived to 87, so she had a nice full Oh, yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems well, like... Well, she's now my favorite, so... Uh, I know. And how about... That's what I think the, ma- the magic is about going to record stores. I think that's my big <laughs> thing overall, is that you never know what you're going to find, and... My day, if not my entire week, is now complete because I found Swingin' with her nibs, which we all know now, Miss Georgia Gibbs. And we know that Greg's <laughs> nickname is exactly what it should be. Wow. I, I will admit, okay, I said before we started this, you know, I would give congratulations to anybody who figured out something that I didn't know. I didn't realize it would be that quick. Um, Greg, congratulate me. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I did not know. I did not know this term for nibs. I really did not. A mock- if, that, if I've ever been told that before, I have completely blanked it from my mind. A mock title used to refer th- to a self-important man. <laughs> I think I would remember that. <laughs> His nibs. 
Oh, yes, his nibs. <laughs> well, I got to go with what she did. If she embraced it, I got to embrace it. Wow. Yeah, and, and now that I'm looking it up, there's like tons of stuff yeah, on here. It's such a, yeah. It's also some kind of a reference to a pen of some kind. Well, yeah, that's a, there's a nib on a pen. Oh, okay. Like that you dip in yeah. an inkwell. And also, you know, I see all the food stuff. There's lots of food things that are nibs or There's lots of snacks. A lot of snacks, yeah. Which I, I do like snacks, so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Usually the ones that have nibs or nibbles in their snack name, they're not good snacks. They're like the... They're like lower ones. I don't really like them. They don't make good snacks with my name on them. Um, uh, Keelan's just out. saying, I found a Cabbage Patch Kids record. That's awesome. I just found uh, a Smurfs record. Oh, nice. Yeah, that I'm bringing uh, actually up to Seattle this weekend for uh, for Eloise. Nice. Yeah, a Smurfs. And then also an old Pinocchio record that came with a um, like a 70s uh, like picture book. Oh, those are cool. What, yeah, the, the actual could, Disney one? No, not the actual. It was like some, it's some weird, like old timey one where it has the picture book and then you play the record along with the, with the book. Oh, that's so cool. the songs yeah. go along with it. I had some that were like that. They, they were the Disney ones when I was a kid. I had a Star Wars one. That was the Star Wars record. And then you, yeah, go along with the book. It was like a really abbreviated version of um, <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. It was, it was awesome. I think I still have got it somewhere. Probably worth something now. Anyway, yeah, records are cool. That's too bad that place is going under, but you're you're right. Now I need to go look for some records mm-hmm. and just see what kind of treasures you can find. But that's... <laughs> I'm just saying, it, like, there's nothing... It's so exciting to be, like, flipping through records and records. The smell of them. I just love mm-hmm. the musty, dusty smell. Like, so many... Yeah, like, people yeah. hung onto these. It's always neat when you find, like, big collections. So you're like, maybe someone got tired of all of this stuff. Or, yeah. you know, or... Who knows? Who I need knows to get the... Uh, record player at my house back working i've got one that's it was my parents neighbors and they're they're old they're old well the one's passed away since now but they got rid of it it's like the old centerpiece record player where it's an entire i mean it's probably five feet long so it's a table and then you pull it up and the record player oh yeah you have that big old one yeah Yeah, i think i've talked about on the show a long time ago it's really cool there's a little bit of a problem with it um if anybody's an expert on fixing record players let me know basically it winds up but it doesn't really turn you can kind of get it to work a credenza is that what that would be called now i'm i'm not familiar i know it's really cool and i've and i've got it at my house now but i uh, yes a credenza yes it is like a credenza Ooh, wow those are okay yeah it's like a credenza but it's got a record player in it Huh, that thing might be worth some money. Uh, anyway, Everybody's I'm not like, going to sell it. Oh, I found my stars record. No, Maybe know. that's worth some money. Oh, it's my credenza. I don't want to sell it, Maybe that's worth some money. I don't I know, well, stop it. thinking about what money it's worth and just be appreciative. I am. Cool I just looked at, I just Googled credenza to see if that was what the thing was. And the first thing that popped up, $1,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing with the nibs. Yes, tell nibs. Fa- okay. There, there's, um, okay, there's another definition on here. The Oxford English Dictionary. Defines his nibs as an employer, a superior, self-important person. But as to the genesis of the phrase, the OED closed the door politely but firmly with the comment, origin obscure, undeterred. So this is a guy answering this. I decided to forge on my quest. After all, some of my best friends has obscure origins. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Sorry, I'm trying to find it here. Um, Interesting connections to several other words. His nibs was a common slang phrase among English college students in the 19th century. Usually a sarcastic reference to someone seen as aloof or stuck up. (laughs) 
Along with an earlier form, nabs, nibs was based on knob, an alternate spelling of knob like K-N-O-B knob, an 18th century slang term for head. The head in question was both literally the human head and head man or an important person. Wow. This is just crazy yeah. where all this comes from. Well, okay. is that why people still say, like, if someone's an idiot, like, like oh, my God, he's such a knob. I guess so. Maybe that's where that comes from. Oh, so my knob God. and nib are somehow related. He's such a nib. Oh. oh, man, Greg. Thank you. Thank you for this. Some of the uncertainty about nibs and its relatives is due to their being filtered through 17th century thieves' uh, slang, where meanings were often deliberately obscured to confuse the police. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's some kind of, it, it comes from the English, I guess, originally. This is nuts. Anyway. Swinging Weird. with her nibs. Swinging with her nibs. Georgia mm, Gibbs. Georgia Gibbs. <laughs> wow. Best $3 I've ever spent. Yep. <laughs> you know what this show's called his nibs tonight oh today, no i'm right? aware okay, yeah. yeah i know there's no escaping there all right hello my friends my name is sarah x dylan welcome to my world of crazy crazy all right Yum. first up got a girl after my own heart out of new hampshire well she didn't not after my own heart but she likes cheese and so do i okay, because of well, course it's like another cheese. day another cheese story yeah i didn't have any cheese today by the way greg Today was an egg salad sandwich day. Oh, you and that egg salad, man. It's a warm day, too. Doesn't that seem weird to eat it's a bunch of egg fridge. salad? It's in the fridge. No, not at all. Nice chilled egg salad on a warm day. Got some dill rye bread. Oh, so good. You mean a lot of egg salad, baby. I, I like egg salad. You're on a kick What can with I it. say, man? No, Sarah gets on kicks, and then that's, that's it. It'll be that kick. Like, for a while, it was your noodles and melting mozzarella cheese sticks mm. in it. Um, your cheap, like, ramen noodles with mozzarella cheese. And then... Now it's on to your egg salad. Yeah. Are you going to go back to seafood salad at any point? Oh, I love me some seafood salad. You do. You do love it's, seafood uh, salad. It's, it's not there uh, all the time. Yeah. So I have to wait till I'm in the mood. And if, they, if those two things coincide, if I'm in the mood and they have it. Boom. Then boom. Seafood salad time. Happy day. But if I'm going to be, I don't like, I'm very weird with seafood, especially like if it's supposed to be chilled. Like yeah. if I'm going to be, it has to be like ice cold or else I can't eat it. Mm. So I have to like bring it home, stick it in my freezer for like a half hour just so it gets like almost to the point of where it's starting to freeze and then I can eat it. Okay. Do you like ceviche and all that no. stuff? No, I don't I do not. All right. Yeah, so a girl out of New Hampshire is now facing some large fines. Because police ended up stopping her and accused her of using a cheese wrapper instead of a registration sticker on her license plate. <laughs> the registra- the cheese sticker was the like same size and sticker? color as the registration sticker for the state of New Hampshire. <laughs> so this is in Alexandria, New Hampshire. They sh- police shared photos of a fake registration ca- uh, sticker made from cutout flyers, advertising sales, and a wrapper for, quote, cracked pepper sharp cheese. <laughs> she cut it into the shape. That's pretty creative. It is. I mean, I think it would be more creative if you just made your own sticker or yeah, something. Yeah, you could just like put a number with that, some whiteout or something. Illegal, I mean, that's super illegal. It's that. like a federal offense, but yeah, don't do that. 
But yeah, she was driving around. <laughs> There's a cheese sticker. I see the picture of it. You look it up. She was driving around with a cheese sticker on her license plate instead of. <laughs> I wonder how long she's been doing it. Stickers. Um, it. It doesn't say how long she has. Of course, she'd never admit it. Uh, so we don't quite know how long she was using. The oh, there's stickers. another one too. She's. That's weird. I looked it up, and there's two different stickers that people are showing. Oh well, there's one because she did two. Oh, one okay. of them was, one was uh, front, a cutout for advertising sales yeah, okay, from a flyer, it. and uh, and the other one was a wrapper for cracked pepper. That's what it cheese. is. Yeah. Uh, so police said the woman could face <laughs> ch- uh, uh, face fines up to two thousand four hundred dollars. So you know, just I know registration sucks, but just like fork over the hundred. Yeah, it's not worth that 50. much. It's not worth two thousand four hundred. Yeah, I'm due. Yeah. Um, yeah. So her car was not only did she have to pay that, her car was also towed and impounded until she was able to acquire the proper registration. The police say driving in an uninspected or unregistered vehicle is a violation level offense and punishable by a fine. She was also charged with operating after uh, her license being suspended and driving without proof of insurance. It's the triple whammy there. Yeah, that's the real brainiac going on. Yeah, I mean she was for a while. Yeah. To Florida we go. Well, a 43-year-old Florida man has been arrested in a series of disturbances, one of which involved throwing gummy bears at people. That's Douglas W. Woods Sr. Delicious disturbance. Doug, I don't want to call him Dougie Woods Sr. Dougie Woods was arrested this past weekend on multiple charges, including uh, battery on a law enforcement officer, disorderly conduct, and vandalism. He was taken into custody after police responded to not one, not two, but three complaints about his uh, creating a disturbance, including one at the Green Market, which is where our story starts. Just a neighborhood troublemaker, huh? Uh, all right. So on Saturday evening, the uh, event manager for the Green Market told officers that, uh, what was this, Dougie Woods, uh, cursed at customers as he was walking through oh, the aisles boy. and made hand gestures at them. Not specified what kind. He allegedly also made threats against a security officer. Uh, so let's see. And he also, and that's when he started to grab handfuls of gummy bears, throwing them in the manager's face. Oh, when the manager asked him to leave, Dougie Woods refused and yelled, the police can't do nothing to me. <laughs> well, they Why do they, they always could. yell that? Like, <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> They could. and the police they, can't do nothing. They, they did. They, they arrested him. Yeah. Uh, so now he is facing multiple charges. Only don't throw gummy bears at people. What made him so mad in the first place? It doesn't say. I think he might be the crazy. Oh, okay. All right. Greg, I think it's just that simple. Okay. That's what it comes I down to. I think it's crazy cut and dry, Greg. Just hucking, just hucking gummy bears at people. Hucking gum. When you get to did gummy bear the, hucking. I'm confused. Did he like open the package? It said that he was grabbing handfuls of gummy bears. Or maybe they had like a bin or something. But who has a, I guess it's a market. Yeah. They could have a bin. That's true. Like bears. one of like the. So he's just reaching in there, this grubby hands. Imagine the next person, because you know they didn't scoop out the ones that he well, was. Well, why do you, I never get things out of those big open bins, like when they have like the nuts and the granola and stuff. I'm just thinking that like all kids like stick their sticky little it's not covered fingers in there. I do it, but I scoop from the back because I figure it's further for the kids to reach. You scoop from the back. I scoop from the back. Yeah, the very back of the bin, like the furthest away from where somebody would have to reach in. And I figure by that point, you know, most of the little sticky fingers haven't made it that far. I got in trouble in college one time for taking something out of the bin. Uh-oh. I was mad at this lady. All right, can I ask you something? So, hypothetically, I've never done this, and I really no. have never done this. So, there are a lot of grocery stores out there that 
have the have you seen this when you walk in and they have a box with a sign and there's a bunch of like fresh fruit in there and they have like like bananas and apples and things and they're like hey feel free if you know for your kids to grab a snack as you shop around wait what i'm sorry i where have you is seen this these? At? They're free fruit bins. I've seen them at multiple like grocery stores. Like it's cut stores. up fruit? No, not cut up fruit, but they have like bananas and oranges, like full apples and oranges and bananas that they say like they offer up to children to enjoy as you're going around shopping. I have not seen this or looked for this. Where do I find this? Oh, they okay. have it. And it's full of like fresh fruit. No shit. Free fresh fruit. So, like hypothetically speaking, do you think that that's open to... Adults as well? Try and stop me. You That's could just what say I would that say. You, could, you could say, like, oh, this is my kid's apple that uh, he ran off to get toys. Uh, no, I am absolutely going to do that. I had no idea. I've never looked for something like this. Oh, yeah, now it's I right when you walk in the door. Usually when I walk in, I see kids and I just, uh, it's like a, like it's not even there. Like I can't even see it. See, all of our friends with kids are in the chat are saying like, yeah. Because I just, if I see a sign that says kids, I just like, well, not doesn't apply to me. Now I need to start paying attention. They're offering kids free fruit. Free Where the fruit. hell is my free, free fruit? fruit. Like I spent a ton of money apples. at the grocery store. What? Because I don't have a kid. I don't deserve it. I know. A so what I'm saying is, if you're treat. if you're planning on like getting you know spending money I'm at the grocery now. store, the kids aren't even spending the money. No, I spend money there. I want myself a goddamn banana. Yeah. So I mean, do you think that? Yeah, I was going to ask. Oh, you, you, that you that take it and you make a stink about it if they try to take it away from Just you. Eat the, eat the nanner. Fuck yeah. I want to go in there now. I may not even buy anything today. <laughs> Jake, Jake, our buddy in the chat says, they say it's to make your shopping experience better. So I eat the apples all the time with this quote in mind. <laughs> so maybe that's what you could say. I had no idea. You haven't this. seen that? Nope. Because I've been starving Honestly, going it into... Just, it's a blank slate. Like my, my eyes can't even see it if it says kids on it. Oh, no. It, I don't like, I'll be it. so hungry when I'm going in and I'll see like all these kids like sticking their hands and getting all like this free fruit. And I'm like... I want a free, sti- I'm getting ready to spend like $15 here. I want a free apple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am taking a goddamn apple next time. I'm okay, just letting you know that that's a thing that happens. So I wanted mm. to see how you, how you felt on that. Mm. All right. And finally, out of Florida, again, a Florida man decides to expose his genitals to a church saying, the Lord told me to do this. Well, a Florida man has exposed more than his faith. Inside of a church this past weekend. According to the Sebastian Daily, Christopher Fry, 48 years old, was attending church service at the Central Assembly of God when he walked into the church's, he walked up to the church's front stage and decided to pull down his (laughs) pants and give everybody a show. Well, you know. Witnesses say that uh, Fry pulled down his pants and displayed his genitals. (laughs) Displayed is a weird... Display, it's like he's like, like here he's, they are. Yes, and then like turns around so everybody can get a good view. Yeah, and he stands there with his arms wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, displayed his genitals in front Just of the crowd. Just as God made me. Before a group of men attending the service ran to the front and got him to put his pants back on and leave the building. When questioned why he exposed himself, Fry told authorities, the Lord told me to do it. Well, well the Lord didn't tell him to not get arrested because he was charged with exposure of sexual organs and disorderly conduct, oh, and boy. he was taken to county jail. Have you ever seen the movie uh, The Dream Team? The Dream Team, it stars, uh, let's see, who? Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, Peter Boyle, and uh, Stephen First. So it's a, it's a movie, they're basically four escaped mental patients in New York City. It's a comedy. It's really fucking funny. I think I did see that a long time ago. Yeah, and so one of them, they each have their own, like, psychosis. One thinks he's a doctor. 
Michael Keaton just has an anger issue, and another guy only repeats baseball terms. So it's just a holy cow, white, what a great day for a game. And it's, it's only baseball terms. It's the only way you can communicate. But the other guy, uh, Peter Boyle, thinks that he's Jesus. And his part of being Jesus is he's got to take his clothes off a lot. And so there's an exact scene of that where he's in his church just stripping away. Um, it's awesome. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Uh, Jacob's asking, how the hell did you remember all those names? I pulled it up. Like, I would, it, I would if I were able to think about it for a while. Christopher Lloyd and Michael Keaton, easy, but yeah. I highly suggest that movie anyway if nobody's ever seen it. It's really funny. All right. Done and done. The dream team. All right. Well, Holy there you cow, have it. White, what a great day for a game. There you have it. There's your crazy. Maybe it's just because I relate to them so much. Um, I think that, that might be it. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I mean, I watched it over and over and over. I'm shocked. This probably does explain quite a bit. Ooh. No, the show is like a little bit of therapy almost. Yeah, it really is. I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, yeah. they were the Dream Team influenced me, and Pee Wee Herman influenced me, and Weird Al. This explains so much about me. Um, should we do a little bit of ball talk? I've got a little bit of ball talk here. Let's get away from analyzing too much. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, okay. It's potpourri of balls. Just a little smattering. A little of this. A little of that. Hi, Sarah. Hi. You know we're doing a show right now, right? While you're checking your phone there? What's, uh, what's going on? Nothing. Can you share with the rest of us? No, it was just writing more, but sorry, Rick had written about the, the uh-huh. nuclear thing. That's good. Yeah, you want to take a pause for a minute while you check your messages and like go through your texts? Or... <laughs> Let me just tell you, that's the first time like I've ever touched my phone during oh, the show. That is Greg's not... on his all the time. I He's love always how you just there. spin that into it's something that I've done wrong. Yeah, it is. You do it wrong all the time. You're over there just beep boop 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 beep boop beep. Okay, Kellyanne. All right. Beep boop boop boop. Let's go on to the next. <laughs> God, you are Kellyanne Conway of this show. All right. So, um, first up in ball talk. By the way, Obama was on his phone during his administration a lot, so I just want to say that. Uh, so, Wait, first up. I'm sorry. Are you comparing yourself to Obama? No, I'm comparing your, you to Kellyanne Conway. All right. NBA playoffs. Are still going on, and uh, right now it appears that we have we are inevitably going to get another Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Golden State Warriors NBA Finals. So those two are on a fast track to make that happen. They've swept. Were they the same two as last year? They were the same two as last year, and the same two as the year before that. Wow, this is really fucking boring. Yeah, it's starting to get pretty boring when it comes down to that, and they're both annoying. Like I can't stand either one of those teams now. They both got a championship. Uh, they both have swept their opponents in the first and second round. Golden State swept the Blazers, then they just swept the Jazz. Uh, Cleveland swept whoever the hell they played in the first round. I don't even remember. And then, um, and then just beat Toronto four to zero. So they're on a collision course. However, they do have to go through. And the Western Conference are still Houston and San Antonio are tied at two games apiece. And then in the Eastern Conference, Boston and uh, the Wizards are tied at two games apiece. So there's still those games to go on, but man. I want Boston to win. Uh, I do just because of 
Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's fun to watch. And he is, uh, that guy is talking a lot of shit right now, which I've talked about that before. Yeah, and you were really excited about his shit talking. I, I am. He's, the, he's a little guy. He's 5'9". He's one of the best players in the NBA right now. He just told some fan that was talking shit to him that uh, what there's a video of it. And I was going to play it, but you can't really hear it. But somebody just talking a whole bunch to him from the front row at the Washington Wizards game. And he turned around and said to the guy, I will fuck you up right now. And you know that. So then, and uh, told him to come right down here after the game. Oh, boy. Of course, the guy didn't do it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what's going on. Just want to give an update for the NBA playoffs. It seems inevitable. We're going to have Golden State versus Cleveland again. That's got to be the last one of them, though, man. I'm, I'm tired of both of those teams. I don't care who it is. Somebody take them down. Rockets take down Golden State. I will root for that. Mm-hmm. Boston take down Cleveland. I will root for that. But I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, speaking of the Boston Celtics... There was, uh, this is the year celebrating the reunion of the 2008 Boston Celtics that won the NBA championship. So this would be the 10th season now since that. It's a 10-year anniversary. Cool. And they're going around celebrating everywhere, and that was the big team-up of Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Oh, Ray Allen. Now, over the years, there's been a lot of, a lot of kerfuffle and a lot of heartbreak over that team. Now, they won the championship. However, Ray Allen ended up leaving them and signing a contract with a rival team, the Miami Heat. Well, ever since then, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce have just not been able to let that go. And there's been, through the years, we've covered the emotional turmoil, the turmoil yes. that they've had to deal with over this issue. Uh, they don't have each other's phone numbers anymore. They don't talk to each other. Oh. I haven't talked to Ray for years, exclaimed Paul Pierce. And now they're doing all these reunion tours and going on shows, and they're actually talking about. So I'm just going to want to play a little bit of uh, Kevin Garnett speaking about you know, you Ray always, Allen. Uh, you, you talk about how you're going to go into something or how you want to address something. And let's just keep, let's just get, go ahead and address this. Everybody's asking us. We're getting the comments coming on Twitter. Shout out to everybody on Twitter following us in the area, Twitter and Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's asking us, where's Ray? You know? This uh, is Kevin Garnett. People don't understand that this is real life for us. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the situation with Ray is very sensitive. Um, uh-huh. You know? And I think that when we all talked about doing this reunion tour, we was talking about, you know, guys that we consider loyal and part of this group. <clears throat> Just being honest, my two cents, man. When Ray decided to go to the Heat, I feel like he moved on. And he went to pursue another ring, and he got another ring. Shout to him. And that's it. Is one of them playing awkwardly with the ball right now? Yeah, Kevin Garnett is. Spurs, it wasn't no other Heat. It wasn't nobody. It was all Celtics invited to this. If anybody got anything, just try I'm going to just say this, love. Go ahead, bro. I was initially hurt by the whole way everything went down. Like, I don't have no beef with none of my teammates or nothing. I was just hurt on how it went down, how, you know, we all came together. We talked about it. We talked every day. Anyway, this goes on for about eight more minutes of them. Whining about Ray Allen. Yeah, that was really whiny. It's very whiny. It's like, I get it, he moved on, but you all won a championship together celebrating that team, and both of them have gone on to other teams to try to win championships. So lonely at the top. But let let alone the heartbreak can't be healed by time sometimes. The heartbreak of Ray Allen leaving me. No word on Ray Allen's response. Oh, boy. All right, finally, Baltic, I've got this. There's another uh, controversy that's going on, and this one even has a, has a name. It's a double controversy. 
I'm going to get to the first. The, well, this is the most recent one, and there's one that happened over this weekend. Now, there's a New York Mets player by the name of Matt Harvey. Okay. I will admit I was unaware of who Matt Harvey was. He's a star player, pitcher for the New York Mets. I'm fairly uneducated when it comes to baseball players, so forgive me. Uh, but Matt Harvey is is in trouble now. He's been suspended. Or not suspended, excuse me. He was not suspended. But he was curiously absent when he was supposed to be um, starting for the uh, Mets on Saturday. Okay. But Matt Harvey failed to show up. He failed to show up, and it's rumored that he was golfing, and then he went out, and the part of the reason that he didn't show up, it was uh, claimed that he had a migraine. But now there are a whole bunch of reports coming out that he did not have a mag- migraine. He had a really bad hangover because he was at the club next to his house till 4 in the morning. Oh, boy. Yep, we got ourselves a partier. Now, he makes $5.1 million a year. If you're getting paid $5.1 million a year, sorry, you don't get to, you don't get to go out and party and be hungover and not do your job the next day. Mm-hmm. So he is going to be playing later on this week. And they're just trying to they're trying to brush it over and say they're that trying it's, to do damage control. Yeah, they're trying to say it was a hangover. I guess the Mets actually sent security to his house to find him, and they claimed that he was there with his uh, with a migraine. But it sounds like he has a hangover. No, oh, what's going on? But this comes on the heels of something else, and it's something that's being called dildo gate. So here's the deal. What? Uh, it's, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. So on Friday night, the official Mets Twitter feed, and you can find this, posted a photo of infielder TJ Rivera standing in front of catcher Kevin Plawecki's locker. It's picture in the locker room. Uh, TJ Rivera had hit like a double home run or something like that. And so there was a picture of him you know, being like, a congratulations to TJ. And he's smiling and standing there. However, then you take a look in the background. And you look at the lockers. You know, that's the players' lockers, so they're open. They've got all their stuff and their trinkets in there. And Kevin Plawecki, who is not pictured in the picture, if you take a look at his table, sitting right there is a very large dildo propped up on his on his counter, very prominently featured in the picture. Clearly, the photographer did not know that. And uh, it was posted on the Mets. So, was, did somebody put it there? Someone had put it onto this other guy's locker. The other guy obviously did not Wait, know. It's called Dildo Gate? called Dildo Gate. If you just look up Dildo Gate, you can find this, uh, you can find the picture. If you want to look that up, maybe you can post it in here. We'll post a link. Uh, there's a, uh, looking up. There's a picture of a guy wearing a crown, and that's the guy Nets. who, uh, I will, I will pull it up so you can see it. Again, you know, I don't suggest Maybe Googling Dildo Gate at your work, but I don't Dildo see it. Gate Mets. Um, let's see. I will find it for you here, Sarah. All right, because I see a guy with a crown, but I don't see a dildo. Oh, no. Zoom in on that picture, the guy with the crown. Just zoom in. And trust me. Okay, let me see. Zoom in, look to the right. Oh, yeah, that's a big dildo. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there it is in the background. So it's to the yeah. So it's to his left. Your to computer his right. left. Your computer right. And dildo gate is going on. Um, and Matt Harvey is is I guess the culprit. 
They're trying to say that he didn't do it. Uh, let's see. Okay. And I apologize. I, I did not realize this. He was actually suspended three days for a violation of team rules. The manager said, we'll keep it in-house the way it's supposed to be. But allegedly, this is what it's because. He was suspended because he placed a giant dildo on Kevin Plawecki's locker. And then it made it into the Mets official picture that was posted online. So there it is. Dildo gate. Now there's no... He's claiming it's not... Now I'm going to post a... Uh, I'll post a link to this picture in the live chat. I, I'm not gonna. We won't post it anywhere else. But you have to look for it. It's not going to be something that that's. You're just going to see. You'd have to actually look. But if you click on the picture and you so want to, just zoom in and look to the right. Yes. And there. And it looks exactly like a giant dildo. And there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. So there we go. So that's what's going on in New York, Sarah. Just trying to. I'm trying to keep up with baseball, Greg. I would be disappointed if there was some if I see yep. dildo gate trending and I didn't know yeah. what it was. I'm sorry if so I got. So thank you for that. You bet. And I may have some of the facts wrong on the suspensions and all of that stuff, but regardless, dildo gate is very real, and we all need to be aware that that is going on. That concludes this edition of Baltuck. Oh boy, Greg! Now that I'm looking, Hanford has been evacuated. All, all of it. The staff has, yeah. Okay, so update, and this is just for people who. Um, we're listening live. We talked about this before we went on. So we're here in Portland, Oregon, and the Hanford uh, Nuclear – what's the full name of it? Like, the, Isn't the Hanford Nuclear Plant? That's what I thought it was. No, it's not a plant. Site? Yeah. Um, yeah, Hanford Nuclear Site. It's where where they dispose of a lot of nuclear weapons and chemical weapons and nuclear waste from this country is about three hours away from us down um, – if you go down I-84 heading east of here. It's about three hours east of here. And it's near the Columbia River, and um, yeah, just it's in Washington State. Not too far, though. You know, we could drive there in three hours. And this morning, apparently a tunnel collapsed onto a train that had nuclear waste in it. And they were saying it's contained as, of course, they're going to say it's all contained. No, don't worry. Nothing to worry about right here. Now as more news is coming out, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see where, where we're at with that. Okay, I'm just looking at this now where it says... Uh so what are they saying? Right now it says the U.S. Department of Energy in Richland declared an emergency at the Hanford nuclear site uh, yeah. after a portion of the storage tunnel that contained rail cars used to store waste collapsed. Apparently – there has apparently been no release of radiation. OK. Well, that's good. That's good. So <laughs> – but they have evacuated it. Hmm. Oh, good God. OK. Hanford Nuclear Reservation. That's Reservation, the official name of it. So all right. Okay. Just saw that. And they have robots going to check out the waste. Uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Well, that's happening. All right. So but we'll... you know what else is happening? There's a birthday that we forgot what? about. I know. And it's to one of our friends up north. Oh, do they have British accents up north? No, but I said just north. Well, we want to give a big well, shout out. kind of a British accent? And, and we're so sorry. Greg totally forgot about this. This is not Greg's fault. And Greg it's is a not horrible all my person. Fault. And he just did this and he always says this. So we just want, again, I'm so sorry that his nibs didn't think it was important enough <laughs> for you uh, to be wished a happy birthday. So from me, from all of us here at Fun Employment Radio, mostly me, a little bit Greg, a little bit Kenny. Want to wish Sebastian a very happy I birthday. I will wish Sebastian a happy, happy birthday, bir Sebastian. Happy birthday, Sebastian, happy from birthday Calgary. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Sarah's fault. All right. Mm-mm. Sebastian, happy birthday, though. His nibs is my favorite thing ever now, still. <laughs> that is just so appropriate. I cannot believe that's real. I'm going to have to look. Is this like an elaborate hoax? No. All right. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, you know that it isn't. Fine. Um, okay. Don't forget to book your travels, whether you're going to Hanford or wherever you plan to go. Please don't By going to, to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Expedia link. It is the best way to travel. The best way. Go to our website. Click on the Expedia link. Okay. That'd be awesome. All right. That would be That'd very be awesome. awesome. That'd be nice. Yes. That'd be, be cool. Very appreciative. It would be. It does help out. It does help out quite a bit. Uh, something else that helps out is this. Don't forget to get yourself a Fun Employment Radio hoodie. We have zip-up hoodies on sale now. Very limited time. It's pre-order only. If you don't get it in this window, you're not going to get one. And I know last time we did this, we had a lot of people that regretted not ordering or didn't pay attention that it was a limited window. Or just ask, like, oh, where can I buy them? Like, we're telling you right now. You have to pre-order them or else you can't buy them. Yeah, this is it. This is the only time we're not going to have extras, so you got to pre-order. And what you have to do is go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. We've got a brand new hoodie design. They're really nice hoodies. Uh, all the details are there. Go there. Place your pre-order now. You'll have it. Um, they'll, you'll end up getting them probably about the second week of June. Mm, like uh, but, mid-June, yeah. Yeah, but you only have a limited time to place this pre-order, and then that's it. That's it. There will be no sales afterward. We don't have extras. Now is the time. To order yourself a hoodie. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. Awesome. That's where you can get that. Um, and there's lots of other things you can do all at our website. We thank you for that. And of course, join us on Thursday, May 11th at the Landmark Saloon for our bingo night. Awesome. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. It's really cool that you do. Yes. We thank appreciate you. each and every one of you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks for making our day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And if you're Thanks. in Portland, hey, go and enjoy the sun because I think it's going to start uh, going away again. Hopefully right in time for bingo. <laughs> oh, of course. But that's it's why we have a covered area. Exactly. Yes. Don't talk about the water. Well, I mean, people they still get to win good prizes. It's going to be wonderful. We have awesome prizes know, from Asylum that from are going to be And from Bridgeport. Holy shit. There's like, going to be a ton of good prizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of good prizes. Come down. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun and public. Thank you, my friends. Wow, that was loud. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.